This is MMA Torch editor Jamie Pennick, and this is the Torch Audio News Brief for Thursday, April 15th, 2010. Um, Bellator 14 is on tonight. It's another delayed event here in Minnesota. Fox Sports North um, is not airing it until 10.30 local time at the earliest. Uh, they decided to show a replay of this afternoon's Twins game um, in the, the time slot tonight, so Bellator is once again preempted, but uh, we will have live coverage, or not live, but round-by-round um, round coverage of that event as it airs here um, this evening. Uh, the, wel- the welterweight tournament gets uh, kicked off um, on this one with a bout between Ben Askren and Ryan Thomas. Um, Askren's a former multi-time NCAA D1 wrestler. Thomas has fought uh, in the UFC, so um, a nice, interesting welterweight bout to start that one off. The featherweight tournament and lightweight tournaments continue. Actually, the lightweight tournament finishes up the first round with Toby Amata against late replacement James Krause, and then uh, Pat Curran against Mike Ricci. Um, the featherweight tournament continues with Wilson Hayes against Chad Lyerly. Uh, so that's all on tonight. We'll uh, we'll have round-by-round coverage of that um, later on as it airs uh, here local. Um, some uh, other news of the day. Uh, a lot of cuts by the UFC this week. Uh, yesterday, um, Jason High announced that uh, uh, he was cut, and uh, he's joined by six more um, that have come out uh, today. Rob Emerson, Fabricio Camoas, Brad Blackburn, um, uh, Rafaelo Oliveira, Matt Beach, and Mostafa Al-Turk have all been released by the UFC. Um, Oliveira, Beach, and Al-Turk... Not really any surprises there. Oliveira went to three decisions in the UFC, uh, lost two of them. Veach is coming up back-to-back submission losses, most recently to Paul Kelly last weekend. And El Turk went winless in three tries in the UFC. So um, no surprises from the uh, uh, the cuts there. Um, some WEC news. WEC 49 tickets went on sale today. That, that event will be uh, headlined by Jamie Varner uh, against uh, Kamal Shalarus. Um, uh, that event uh, takes place on June 20th uh, in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Varner returns to action for the first time since losing his WEC title to Ben Henderson at WEC 46 in January. Um, Shalarus uh, is a 6-0-1 fighter um, coming off of decision victory against Dave Jansen, who was undefeated up until that point. Um, That also took place at WEC 46 in January. So this is a very good test for for Varner, and by far the biggest fight of Shalarus's career. Um, If Varner wants to get back to a rematch with either Donald Cerrone or Ben Henderson, um, who are fighting next weekend at WEC 48, then uh, this is uh, the first step for him, and he needs to get uh, through this bout um, the, uh, speaking of the WEC 48 card, uh, Dana White as promoter of this event is, is rubbing off even further. I mean, this is, they, they might as well just slap the UFC banner on this because Joe Rogan and Mike Goldberg are calling this event. Um, and Spike TV is now going to air an hour long preliminary card broadcast, uh, for leading into the pay-per-view. Uh, there's two fights airing in that hour. Uh, live, Leonard Garcia against Chan Sung Jung, 
and uh, Alex Karalexis taking on Anthony Pettis. Um, both of those uh, fights will will air live uh, on Spike TV, and then if they have time, um, some of the other prelim bouts may make their way to that broadcast as well before the pay-per-view. Um, I mean, it's it's just another um, e- event here where it, it's it's highlighting probably the need for the UFC to just merge with the WEC already because their biggest event here, their one that they're trying to sell on pay-per-view, is basically being promoted as a, as a UFC card without the uh, UFC initials at the forefront. Um, and it, it's a, a big money fight for uh, Uriah Faber and Jose Aldo. It's going to be an excellent, excellent card um, next weekend. And uh, well worth the $45 for the pay-per-view. Uh, a lot of people, myself included, were very down on, on the price at first because of how many other events are, are coming. I mean, we've got, um, we're, we're just a week removed from uh, 112, and then next weekend is uh, WEC 48, and we've just got another week off, and then it's another pay-per-view on May 8th, and then only... A two-week break before another pay-per-view with uh, uh, UFC 114 at the end of the month. So there's a lot of money that's going to be need to be uh, spent by uh, by fans coming into this. So um, uh, WEC 48 is still going to get its fair share of viewers because uh, Aldo Faber is an excellent featherweight title fight, uh, and then the Cerrone Henderson rematch from uh, their fight of the year candidate last year. I mean. It, that was one of the best fights of the year last year. Of course, people are looking forward to the rematch. So, um, got that on tap next weekend as well. It should be a highly entertaining fight uh, and a very good card. Um, other news of the day: Frank Mir came out uh, and uh, talked to fighters only um, before uh, the news broke that Anderson Silva would be fighting Chael Sonnen. Um, Mir in a text to fighters only said he'd love to fight Anderson Silva and would even make it a 235 pound catch weight to make it more appealing both to his manager and the commission. Uh, this is a fight that I think if Silva was to make the move to heavyweight, like he's talked about, um, would be one that needs to happen. And one of the ones that makes more sense than uh, a lot of the others in the heavyweight division right now. And, uh, the thing is Mir would need to, drop down a bit more and lose a little bit of weight because after feeling like he got manhandled by Brock Lesnar when he was 245 pounds at UFC 100, he in turn came in to UFC 107 against Czech Congo at 255 pounds and then against Shane Carwin at UFC 111 at at the 265 pound weight limit. So um, if Mir got it down to 235 and, and uh, you know fought Anderson there at that catch weight, uh, that would be a highly interesting bout. Um, I, Mir would likely get knocked out in that fight. Um, just be, I mean, he, he favors his uh, boxing and his uh, footwork and um, just his stand-up in general uh, more than it probably should be favored. And in a stand-up battle with uh, Anderson Silva, I don't think that Mir can win that fight. Um, and, and he's not huge with going for the takedown either, so uh, it'd be an interesting fight, and I think one that uh, would sell a lot, and one that would push uh, Silva further than he's been pushed for a while, Um, but I I just don't know that uh, uh, it's necessarily 
uh, a fight that will take place or that uh, Mir would be able to do much um, other than try to engage and uh, find himself getting caught by uh, Silva. So, um, that's... Oh, uh, other uh, news of the day. Almost forgot about this one. Uh, Kenny Florian posted on his Twitter that he has uh, uh, signed on to fight on the Boston card. Um, though there have been other reports tempering it, saying nothing has been signed. Uh, but he said, quite update, can't say who yet, but going to put it on for my city. So, uh, Kenny Florian's expecting to fight on the August 20, 28th card in Boston um, at the TD Garden. And uh, it, it's all but a guarantee that it'll be against Gray Maynard. Uh, they're trying to set up BJ Penn against Frankie Edgar for that the main event of that card as well. So provided everyone is healthy and able to go, uh, it looks like that uh, lightweight doubleheader with the top four in the UFC will get put together. So we will get Penn Edgar 2 and then Florian Maynard uh, on the Boston card. So um, I think it's a really good fight if they put it together and the best one that they can they can do for either Maynard or uh, Florian with Penn and Edgar rematching again. But it's a fight I also think that would have happened anyway because uh, with Dana White saying Maynard needs Maynard wasn't ready for a fight against BJ Penn, um, I, I don't know that you just uh, throw him in there against Frankie Edgar anyway. Um, I, I think a fight having him try to get through Florian um, is uh, is what he needs to prove himself uh, to get a title shot after a lackluster victory over uh, Nate Diaz. So. If he can pull it off against uh, Kenny Florian, it will be a highly impressive statement that will earn him a shot at the title. If Florian can win this one, it'll be three straight. Um, if he can do it by stoppage again in, in impressive fashion, um, I think he'll more than have earned uh, a third shot at the, uh, the lightweight title and uh, it, it possibly one more chance against BJ Penn. So um, that's what I've got for today. Thanks for listening in. Uh, make sure to check out our... Uh, Bellator round-by-round coverage and then results tomorrow, and um, we'll have some previews and predictions up for Saturday's Strike Force on CBS event as well. So, uh, again, thanks for listening. This is Jamie Penick signing off.